welcome to the What's On Guide here on Leitrim Daily on this Friday the 2nd of August. That is, of course, today brought to you in association with our Happy Place Cafe in Carrick and Shannon. Well worth checking out if you're at the regatta this weekend. It is, of course, Bank Holiday Weekend and there are festivals all over the place that we're going to be talking to various people about over the course of the next half hour or so. We're going to be visiting Balneglera where Thomas Ford brings us up to speed on everything that's happening there, including an appearance from Hugh Jackman. Well, kind of. He's going to be part of a fantastic The Greatest Showman drive-in that I'm really looking forward to on Wednesday night. We talk about everything that's going on over the next seven days in Balneglera. Kieran Sheridan brings us up to speed on everything that's going on in the 50th birthday celebrations in Glencar Manor, including the opening of their new field in the town. Michael O'Rourke is going to be going with the flow at Carrick Regatta and he talks about the rowing club and the impact that the regatta has on Carrick and Shannon over the weekend while Niall Speak reminds us about what's going on at the Glenfarn Gala Festival. I speak to Declan Deegan about the Village Spot Festival in Leitrim Village this weekend. Cleona Hagen and Johnny Brady are in town for that one while Clune Show and the Mughal Summer Festival also feature. I'll also take a quick look at the sporting fixtures over the next day or so. Anyway, on with the show. Tomorrow night in Leitrim Village, the Spot Festival kicks off and over two nights you're going to have the best of country music with Johnny Brady tomorrow night and Cleona Hagen on Sunday evening. And joining me once again is Declan Deegan, a PRO of the organising committee of the Spot Festival, to have a little chat about everything that's going on in Leitrim Village this weekend. Declan, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. Tell us a little bit about the history of the Spot Festival. I suppose back uh, long before my time moving into Leitrim Village was a couple of uh, prominent local uh, gentlemen, let's call them, came up with a concept of an idea to, I suppose, run a festival for the village itself with the with the aim of generating funds to put back into the community. I suppose over a couple of pints and maybe Manny's and I trying to rattle their brains to see what they'd come up with, uh, one of them came up with, a, with the idea of, of calling it the spot. What they decided to do was to keep the spot an actual close guarded secret, probably from maybe six to eight weeks out from the festival itself. They, they had a, a plan that they would drive around to different parts of the country and different parts of the county and take adverts out in the in the Leitrim Observer with simply a, a a white background with a blank with a black spot on it, and you know over a number of weeks, they generated a lot of gossip and a lot of talk and a lot of curiosity as to what this spot festival was. And getting closer to the date, then they might uh, have a, another ad put into the Observer, and it it would simply be again the the white background with the black spot on it and with the caption on it, "Will you be there?" You know, as I say, all in the build up to it. it it generated so much kind of curiosity and that that when they actually did announce as to what it, what the spot it, what what the spot was and where it was going to be it uh it literally became a, an overnight success and over the coming years afterwards it it uh, contributed greatly to um to Leitrim village i better name the men but it was uh, my dad joe early and jerry donlin of uh, obviously donlin's bar in Leitrim village over a couple of points as you said came up with the idea and the only person who knew was the editor of the Leitrim Observer at the time who they were paying for the ads. They started with the Dubliners. Now, you haven't got the Dubliners this year, but you've got the modern equivalent, Cleona Hagen and also Johnny Brady over the weekend. It promises to be a pretty exciting weekend for anyone who's into their country music. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I suppose it's well known at this stage that country music is the is the in theme, if you like, or the 
the, the, the music of choice for so many people and um, you know with, with Drum Cora I think not not too far from here up in Ballinamore that you know the evidence is there to show that it, it has a huge following um, it has a great uh, type of individual that follows it as well clientele are they, they come they dance they drink they have a lot of fun everyone gets home safely so uh, yeah it's, it's we're hoping to kind of mimic that slightly obviously on a much smaller scale with the, with the plan obviously over the next couple, couple of years or coming years to, to try and grow it as best we possibly can and of course all the proceeds from the, any profits from the event go towards local community groups in the area ticket prices doors open at what time so doors open at 9 p.m ticket prices are 15 euro they can be bought on on our facebook page uh, the village spot um, but we're probably expecting more tickets to be sold actually on the door going in on the night. And of course, it's for over 18s only because it is a, a licensed premises Correct, for the night yeah. and there is an on site bar. Declan, I think it's going to be a great night. It sounds like a, another revival of another festival after recently the, the Wild Rose in Manor Hamilton last week. It's great to see some more of these festivals popping up in our towns and villages around the county. And I suppose as a person from the village, it's great to see one in our own locality as well. So thank you to you and to all your committee for all the work you've done. It's an interesting take because a lot of the committee is not originally from the village. So tell us a little bit about maybe how that's developed. Yeah, it's true, actually. There's, there's, there's five of us, if you like, uh, on the core committee itself. There's myself, Brian Whitney, Jonathan Moffat, uh, Colette McDonough and Carmel Curley. And of the five of us, Brian Whitney and Colette are probably the, are, are the actually only two Legion Village homegrown people on it um, John Moffat's close enough to be John Moffat he's still Ross Common so um, you know he's, he's he's trying to he's trying to change his colours but I don't think he ever will so no he is obviously yeah he's just drum, drum boiling but um, you know he's, he's moved into the village now um, no more than myself and no more than Carmel Carmel is originally a Gortletra direction and Brian and Coletra obviously you know as I said they're, they're homegrown in the village itself so one of the the reasons that we looked at, at at the revival of the festival was that, you know, if we if we look at the demographics of it, at the, of, of the population of Leitrim Village, we have people from Mayo. I'm from, I'm from Offaly. My wife's from Dublin. Um, Carmen's husband is from Dublin. You know, we so we have we have so many people from you know all over the country really. And one of the things that Leitrim Village in particular, I feel that from a personal perspective, living here is that it never seemed to to have lost its sense of community, particularly even during the boom time. It always kept that sense of this is us and this is the way we this is the way we're going to live our lives and people that moved into the area rather than I suppose try and change it, they adapted it and they they became part of it. And you know it's it's one of the things I think that makes Leitrim Village unique from any other part of the country, you know. It developed, it's moved on but it has still kept its soul. And I think that's very important. And I think the kids in the area are lucky to be to be reared in, in, in such a lovely part of the country. Well, from someone who's not originally from the county, it's great to hear such lovely things said about your adopted home of Leitrim Village and County Leitrim. Declan, to you and your committee, thank you all so much for the work you do around the area and the very best luck over the weekend. Cheers, Brethren. Thanks. Now on Monday in the village of Clune, the agricultural show was in town. It's always the biggest weekend in Clune and I'm joined by Michelle Dimock, who's secretary of the organising committee. Michelle, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks Brethany. Thank you. Now I, for my shame, have never been to an agricultural show or if I have, I was too young to remember it. I have vague recollections of dress-up competitions as a really young child, but that wasn't today or yesterday. What is an agricultural show? Ah, uh, Brethany, you don't realise what you're missing in Clune. 
Uh, we have a fantastic agricultural show and aside from the general classes that you would see at a show of cows and horses and goats and sheep, we have a load of other variety of things at the show. For people who are not um, into farming, I suppose, um, it's a great meeting place for people and you always hear people saying, oh, I'll meet you at the show and meet you at the biggest weekend in Cloon. This year is our 31st year. We have a lot of events planned. We always try to change it up every year. I suppose um, this year we've tried to add bits into it to make it more interesting. For um, the keen bakers out there, we've, we'll have a great showcase in, in baking. People enter brown bread, soda bread, apple tart, all that sort of thing. So people can come along and see. Uh, maybe enter next year if they think they can do it and uh, we've plenty for the children to do entry is free for the kids we've a very interesting attraction we always have it every year and there's always a great crowd around it which is the duck and chair so we always get some local celebrities up onto the chair and you have to throw a tennis ball at it to knock them off so it provides great entertainment for the kids i do hear that some of the um show committee have to go on the chair but i won't be opting for that one myself i don't think this year I think the fact that you've just said it now probably puts you front and centre for that line. Yeah, possibly, Breffney. But if I don't bring a change of clothes, I can't go up on the chair, hopefully. Well, that's your rules. <laughs> Other people may have a different opinion on that. I really hope I don't have to get on the chair. But anyway. Um, there are loads of competitions and prizes there for, for humans as well, in of, terms of, it's not just all about the horses, the cows, the goats and the sheep on the day. No. Oh, no. There's, you know, there's, as I said, loads of baking um, showcased on the day and can be, you know, was entered over the last couple of days. So there's lots of crafts, home industries. If you're into hens, there'll be loads of hens for you to look at, maybe a few ducks. Um, The kids like to look at the animals that have been entered. You know, there's always there's a funny class there and it's best cat. I always find that very funny, you know, but there'll be loads of little kittens and cats in cages and all that sort of thing on the day and um we've bouncing castles for the for the kids as well that always provides great entertainment for them and we have this year we had it last year and we were asked to bring it back this year as well it was a, an obstacle course it's a clunes obstacle course and um, so that was proved very popular with the kids it's sort of like um you know it's along the lines of jump over the bale and you know climb through a a pipe and all that sort of thing, obstacle things so that's there there are some of the attractions and we do have two ice cream vans coming on the day and a lovely chipper van and uh, i always in years past always went to the show and after you had the chips and the cone i decided it was time to go home but i don't think i'll be going home that early this year you mightn't get out of there just <laughs> quite that easy there's also a lego competition yes. tell me a bit about the lego competition yeah the lego competition is is very interesting for the kids because some of the sections you have to make the lego off the box so there's there's great sort of enjoyment with the kids as to who can get the best bit of Lego made. And then, of course, on the morning when they have to carry it in, there's mammies and daddies trying to balance this Lego on trays, carrying it in in case a bit would ever break off and you might lose out, you know. Um, another class for the kids is interesting is the best decorated egg. And last year we just had some really, really topical ones, you know, like the Pope's visit and all that sort of thing was covered off by the kids. No, it's, it's, that's a lovely section. Novelty cake section is lovely as well because it, an awful lot of work goes into the novelty cakes. Our Clune box tea, uh, we have a class for pan box tea confined, confined to the village of Clune. So that always uh, provides lots of competition in the local area. It sounds more competitive than down the football pitch. Uh, it's very competitive, Breffney, I can tell you. Yes. Now what's your own discipline? 
I believe you cook it or you you bake a mean bit of bread. Well, I bake brown bread, and uh, this year, Brefney, I won't be entering. But but anyway, maybe next year I might have time to enter. <laughs> I just want to thank our sponsors on the day. I mean, we would have reached out to an awful lot of sponsors earlier in the year, and they have they have always supported us. And without the sponsorship, the show couldn't go ahead. So I just want to make a special mention of them. Michelle, thank you so much for having me and telling me all about what I can expect if I go to the show on Monday. I am planning on getting over to you, so hopefully we'll have you on Monday and we'll be featuring the show on one of our Faces and Places episodes in the coming weeks because we've a load of stuff going on this week and we might not be able to fit it all into the one show on Tuesday. That being said, best of luck to you and to your organised committee and to all the participants and I hope everybody wins, particularly the Lego. (laughs) Um, My favourite one is most unique pet that will bring up a few interesting maybe snakes or iguanas or lizards and all sorts of stuff so the very best of luck hope everything goes off so smoothly for you on monday thank you Bradley. now we have spoken about our partners and our advertisers on the show here over the last two days or so and we launched on wednesday evening our partnership program which allowed any organization company group to sponsor an individual show for as little as one euro each day the price increases so when the first one is purchased the second one becomes two euro the third one will then be three euro when that one goes i'm delighted to report back and say that 21 shows have already been purchased by you people who are listening to this show Today's partner is our Happy Place Cafe in Mercantile Plaza, located at the rear of the Landmark Hotel in Carrick and Shannon. It's a new cafe with a twist. It boasts fantastic food, friendly staff, lively atmosphere and a happy, welcoming environment for all. With a strong focus on social inclusion, with some of their staff having various levels of disability. Why not pop into our Happy Place this bank holiday weekend and Caitlin, Leanne, Rachel, Evan, Lauren or Kevin will whip you up a signature marinated chicken boxy wrap or an all-day boxy breakfast. There are other things on the menu, but they're my two recommendations. Runners-up in the Leitrim finals of Ireland's Best Young Entrepreneur earlier this year. You can find out more about the cafe on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook just by searching Our Happy Place. Thank you again for your continued support of the show. This weekend in Mughal, the Mughal Summer Festival takes place. Uh, John Boyle, Chairman of the Organising Committee, welcome to the show. Thanks very much, Brefney, and thanks for having us on. Absolutely no problem. You started last night with Derek Ryan, and we're actually sitting in the church after the concert. There's a huge queue outside waiting for people to, to speak to him and get photographs taken. Great start to the weekend, a great crowd. What else have people looked to look forward to over the weekend? Yeah, over the weekend in relation to entertainment, uh, tomorrow night, Friday night, uh, we have Eleanor Shanley here back in St Mary's Church of Ireland at 9 o'clock with um, Mike Hanrahan, who's a front man with Stockton's Wing. Saturday night then we go into uh, Mick Flavin, country star, uh, down the road from Drumlish, uh, playing live in concert in the... Um, Gleeb Street Car Park from 9.30, free open-air concert. Sunday then we go into uh, the Late Night Radio Band, very popular band here in, 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 in the Northwest, uh, playing live open-air again free at 9.30. In between we have tug-of-war, we have various activities um, throughout the, the weekend, like you can follow us on Facebook there, and we're just appealing for anyone out there to 
come to Mohol to flavour some of our activities and fine bars and that over the, the next coming days. Of course, you mentioned Facebook. What exactly is the Facebook page for people to look up? Uh, it's under uh, Mohol Events and Festival Group. There's loads of things to do for, for adults over the weekend. Is there anything for the younger generation? Oh yeah, the younger uh, generation are being well catered with. On Saturday we have a fancy dress uh, parade at 5 o'clock in the church yard. Yeah, we had a slow bicycle race. Uh, we have a kids soccer tournament tomorrow. We have uh, kids blitzes on Saturday in the local park. You know, there's something, something for everyone in this festival. How long has the festival been running in the town? Well, it has been sort of reactivated over the last four years. Up to that, there was a gap of about 10 years, so we're sort of building it up uh, every year. It seems to be getting bigger and better, and we we're just need support all the time. And that. Well, listen, I hope the weather holds up for the rest of the weekend, and the very best luck, and I hope there's a great crowd in the whole weekend. Yeah. Thanks very much, Brefini, and we appreciate your, your help. In Glenfarn, there are four days left of the 50th gala. Niall Speak of the Rainbow Ballroom is going to tell us what's happening over the next four days in the North Leitrim Village. We have a massive kids' treasure hunt taking place at 6pm, which is fantastic for all the family, old and uh, young, I suppose, to get involved and really, really, uh, I suppose, find the buried treasure in Glenfarn. Um, is there buried treasure in Glenfarn? Well, there's there's X lot. marks the spot. Can there's I get a map? Yeah, well, <laughs> well that would old. be cheating now. <laughs> I mean, and then Friday night, I suppose, is a massive event with Michael English, well, the one and only Michael English and his band coming here to the Rainbow Ballroom. Um, doors open at 10, 10 p.m. and it's all kicking off around 11. Now, that is due to be a sellout, which is going to be fantastic for us, and it is a dance. So, again, the dance floor, or lovely suspended dance floor here in the Rainbow, I suppose we'll be rocking once again. So people need to get their tickets for that early. They can get their, they can pre-purchase their tickets early. Uh, they can pre-purchase, they can buy tickets at the door, but again, to be safe, to be safe, it is always best uh, pre-purchasing tickets. Now there is a larger allocation for that because it is a dance. It's actually not a sit-down, so we do have a larger allocation of around six hundred tickets. But the part, the it's been mental with phone calls and emails at the moment. So we do expect uh, Michael to have a very packed full house on the night. We're a bit more uh, sport on Saturday morning. Yeah, Saturday morning. I mean, we have our Glenfern Gala, I suppose our 5 and 10K road race, which is actually a beautiful um, 5 and 10K. It actually goes through Glenfern Forest. Now, it's a road race, but I presume fun runners and, and yeah. walkers and stuff. Yeah, I mean, any any level can come there. I mean, if you want to walk it, if you want to do a fun run, that's no problem at all. We encourage everybody to come down. It's really just about the fun, but obviously there'll be a lot of people coming for the competitive side as well. Um, and I suppose then, obviously, after the, should we say, the race, there's a family table quiz here at the Rainbow. Again, we like to test our knowledge, so it's good for all the family to get the brains around, and there will be prizes for that as well for the family table quiz, taking part at 3 p.m. Um, I suppose throughout the festival the whole week, there's obviously a lot of blessing of the graves, you know, to remember a lot of people. There's a lot of people from Glenfarn actually emigrated to different countries, and they're all coming back here. I suppose the first one kicks off in St. Michael's at 7 p.m., and of course, anybody is always welcome to that. And then on Saturday night, of course, we have a massive event. Um, we have the Legends of Irish Music Furies. The Furies are actually coming here, um, which actually kicks off at 9 p.m. Um, That's going to be absolutely huge. Tickets have been crazy. There are tickets still available, though. There's tickets still available, but we are recommending everybody to pre-buy your tickets because we cannot guarantee anything in the door, and it has been 
crazy. I mean, emails, phone calls, people popping in, wanting tickets, demanding tickets. Again, we only have a set allocation because it is a sit-down concert rather than a dance. So I would recommend anybody, please get your tickets in advance and just they avoid disappointment at the door. And then, of course, we move in then on the Saturday at 4 p.m., their sports and cultural event, which is a massive event with everything from inflatables to Pets Corner to turf footing to sheath throwing you know there, there's just so much going on that's all happening in the sports field massive massive family event i would encourage everybody to get down and get involved because it's a really really fun day out and then of course if you're still around at 10 p.m that night in Kelly's bar we have a gaa race night which is obviously a fantastic night as well and obviously a good night of fun and then monday uh, that's the bank holiday of course monday is the bank holiday of course monday the 5th of august uh, it's always a fantastic one we have. It's our fishing competition, which is kicking off at 10.30. Of course, registration is on that morning, which is taking place in uh, McHugh's Bar here. And uh, fantastic event for all ages. Um, always a really, really attended event. And there obviously there is prizes for, for the top three as well. Uh, and then at 4 p.m., of course, we have our fantastic duck race. So you can actually pre-purchase your ducks right now if you wish. I'm guessing they're not live ducks. They're rubber no, ducks. No, right? they're not live ducks, but we do have a six-foot giant duck going down the water before them. So we do. So we have quite a lot of ducks. Um, and obviously there is prizes for the first duck and second duck and third duck. But we do have a big six-footer actually leading the pack, should we say. It's a great fun event. There's always a bit of controversy at the end of whose duck came first and second. But it all adds to the flavor of the festival, of course. And then we have, again, a massive, massive event of 5 p.m. taking place. It's one of the highlights of the Glenfarn as well, which is our car treasure hunt. We give you the maps, we set uh, prizes and clues all around the areas of Glenfarn, and you have to go and find them. And then, the, obviously, the first back to the rainbow with the correct clues actually won the prize. In terms of where people can get all this information, mm-hmm. where can they find all this stuff? Yeah, well, all the information. We have our brochures, obviously, around as many areas as we can. We also have also up on our Facebook uh, we do have it here at the Rainbow, of course. Anybody can ring us anytime on 071-985-6831. They can talk to myself, Sean, or any of the team. We're more than happy to give you any information that you need. You can also email us at info at And again, any questions you have, if you're unsure about any of the events or looking for tickets, just give us a bell and we'll be more than happy to help. And the advice is, particularly for Friday the 2nd with Michael English and Saturday the 3rd with the Furies, yeah. get your tickets early to avoid disappointment very much so and also on Monday with the Ocean FM concert sadly at the moment there's not that many tickets left there it is going to be it is actually guaranteed to be a sellout so I would urge anybody to not take a chance and rock up at the door but please do buy your tickets in advance to secure your seats for all the events that are happening I am delighted to be joined by one of the committee members and one of the coaches of the rowing club here in Carrick and Shannon Michael O'Rourke, welcome to the show, Michael. Thanks very much, Preferny. For Regatta Weekend. Do you want to tell me a little bit about what's going to be happening over that weekend? We'd have a lot of maybe younger junior 14s and junior 15s and, and novice competitors who uh, haven't maybe raced in too many regattas and mightn't have been ready for the championships this year. Carrick Regatta is you know, one of the oldest regattas in the country and it's a three-lane course. It's a sprint regatta. It's approximately 440 metres uh, raced from outside the Landmark Hotel. Uh, there'll be stake boats there and you race all the way down to um, down to more or less where Moon River is, is moored. And as I said, it's a, it's a three-lane course, and it's a, it's, a, it's a really fun regatta. It's a brilliant regatta for newcomers to the sport. It's a, it's a real entry-level regatta. Uh, and a lot of youngsters, you know, if you, if you chat, you know, maybe some of them, senior crews around the country, you say, you know, where did you get your first row? 
they may have got their first row up in Carrick. It's, it's seen as that, and it's also seen as a good culmination to the year after Carrick. You know, the votes are put away more or less for the month of August, which I suppose is it's one of the best months of the year for rowing, but it's just everyone needs a break. Uh, and then after that, we get back into, you know, rowing once it comes into the school time in September again. But uh, we've a lot of people, you know, lined up, uh, real stalwarts of the club who'll be togging out on the day to do all the various jobs. Um, I suppose one of the main men would be our chairperson, Gabriel Cox, from out of Leitrim there. Gabriel will be the master of ceremonies on the day, and he'll be, you know, uh, welcoming people to Carrick and Shannon. And also he'll be doing the uh, the commentary on the keys all day long, keeping us up to date, how racing is progressing and how things is going. And then we've other people like John Lowe and Mark Butler, the captain and vice captain of the club. And, you know, they'll be keeping keeping things moving. John Lowe generally takes charge of the, the club area in terms of safety and marshalling of boats and getting crews out onto the water safety, uh, safety-wise. And then uh, Mark Butler was generally will be the starter for a good part of the day. Uh, and he'll keep the crews moving, keep the regatta on time. Uh, and then other people, myself included, and also people like Porrick Layton and Orla Galuli, Barry Ryan, other volunteers down at the club, we might be umpiring or launch driving or whatever, doing a bit of safety work just to keep the regatta going. But it's it's a big undertaking, you know. We'll have uh, a couple of hundred crews hitting the water. We'll have racing all day from about half eight in the morning through till about seven o'clock in the evening. So there would you know we'll have up on a hundred races all day long. Uh, so it's a big undertaking. And then we're very very lucky. We have fantastic parents in the club uh, who will help out, you know, providing food and helping out in all the various ways uh, look because the regatta is it is an income for the club uh, and you know we make a, a few euro hopefully on on food during the day so i suppose that's the, that's the regatta and look at it we'd also like to say it's not just for people who are involved uh, be it uh, crews and rowers but uh, it's also it's a great community event and we want to see as much many people around carrick south leitrim north of Scotland, anyone who's knocking around carrick you know come down on the day uh, give it a look, come down, spend a couple hours of it, enjoy it. Hopefully the weather is going to be good and the weather will be with us uh, because it's a really, really good fun day out. Best of luck and I uh, hope it all goes really, really well for you. Brilliant. Thanks very much, Brefty. Last week on the show, we spoke about the festival that's taking place in Ballinaglaire this weekend, right through the week and into next weekend as well. And I'm joined once again by Thomas Ford to talk about some of the highlights of what's going to happen over the course of the week. Welcome back, Thomas. Thanks, Bethany. Now, we went through the full schedule last week on the show, we did, so people indeed. can get that yeah. on that show or they can get it uh, online, maybe on Facebook and on the various sources of information Very for Ballon GA. Great. But let's go through two or three of the highlights of the next yeah. 10 days. Probably the, 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 start, the start of the night is the highlight because we have uh, Seamus O'Rourke, the well-known playwright and actor and comedian. who <coughs> uh, was famous there. On, uh, we've seen him lately on The Late Late Show. He's doing the Sun Park in the Community Centre tonight, uh, in Banadera Community Centre at 9pm. Then another highlight, Breffany, is on Wednesday night, uh, was the outdoor drive uh, in cinema experience. The Greatest Showman, that's in Banadera Football Field, on Wednesday night at uh, the gates were opened at 8.30. So everybody can get their inner Hugh Jackman and, and so bat out the chairs. We're expecting a huge crowd that night. So Hope, hopefully, hopefully the weather hopefully holds the up. Hopefully the weather will hold up, It's going to be a good night regardless. And... Um, Another big event on the, um, on the calendar is the last day, is the sports day in Banadlaire Football Field, uh, St. Hugh's Park. And it's at uh, 3 p.m. with uh, underage football, under 12 boys, under 13 girls, kids races, uh, novelty acts, cake sale, there's going to be burger and chips, uh, um, under, underage running and um, 
tractor skills and uh, bouncing castle finish off with sheepdog trials tractor skills yeah you can What's test that? your tractor skills well it's a re- reversing a trailer in between barrels to see are you able to do it in the quickest time sounds fantastic yeah it's a real skill but a lot of people does it the farmers should be all out that day so it's very very interesting and uh, that's done in our training field everything is in aid of Balneglare GA it runs our club for 12 months really basically and as I said before last week that we have no lotto so we are uh, relying a lot on our festival to keep the club going because we would ask people from the area and the surrounding areas maybe to pick an event or two come along and support generously be great uh, appreciate, we really appreciate the support we get from other clubs and from outside the area. We do, of course, yeah. It's very important. Thomas, the very best of luck tonight and through the course of the Thanks, next 10 Bethany. days. Thanks very much. There's an action-packed weekend of sport this weekend also. Some fixtures in the Leitrim Senior Football Championship, starting with a game played last night in Clune. St Mary's winning out 19 points to 8 over an Auckland Shieldland side struggling with life in the senior grade. Tonight sees Glencar Manor and Gortletra play also in Clune at 8.30 in Group 1 of the Senior Football Championship. Tomorrow evening in the Senior Football Championship, four more games up for decision. Alan Gales play Drummer Hare at 5.30 in Park Sean McDiarmada, while Drum Riley and Melvin Gales face off in Drum Shambo at 7pm. Mohull and Fina St Callians at 7 o'clock in Clune, while Sean O'Hesslins and Ahuillan in arguably the senior game of the weekend at 7pm in Avoncard Park, Sean McDiarmada. In the Intermediate Football Championship, we have a full round of fixtures this weekend. Also, in Group 1, Drum Kieran play Carrie Gallon at 5.30 in Ballinamore, and that game will be followed by Leitrim Gales versus Anna Duff in what should be two cracking games in the Intermediate Championship in Group 1. In Group 2, Bornacula play Eslin at 5.30 in Clune, while Ahavas and Glenfarn Kilty will face each other in Drumshambo, also at a 5.30 throw-in. The final Intermediate Games take place on Sunday afternoon at 12 o'clock in Carrigallan. Clune play Sean O'Heslins, that's their second team from Ballinamore, while the final Intermediate Game of the weekend is Kiltubert and Ballinaglera, and that game is the late game on Sunday, 5pm in Ballinamore. The Junior A Championship has another game this weekend. It's Glencar Manor versus Muhl GA Club, and that's at 12 o'clock in Drumcuran. While in the Junior B Football Championship, in the first games in that competition, Ahavas and St Mary's go head-to-head at 12 o'clock in Fina, while Leitrim Gale's second team and Sean O'Heslin's third team, they play at 1.30 in Carrigallan. All of those last games on Sunday afternoon. In ladies football, Kiltubert start their defence of the Women's Senior Championship on Sunday in Ahavas at 11 o'clock. And we will have a full rundown on all the women's fixtures over the weekend in their championship season on Sports Saturday tomorrow morning. In soccer, of course, making the news this week, Sligo Rovers have had their game against Dundalk due for tomorrow night postponed and they played Cliftonville from the Northern Irish League last night in a friendly, finished one all in the showgrounds. They have no other game this weekend. It's an off weekend because of Dundalk's European adventure. Longford Town in the first division, they travel to Athlone tonight in a must-win game to put themselves in the driving seat to secure a playoff spot 
in their promotion hunt. There's only five games left in that competition and with a little bit of a cushion back to that magical fifth place uh, that they need to stay ahead of to be in the playoffs, they are currently in with a shout, a really good shout of second place in that group. So they need a win tonight to keep that going in the Midlands Classical. And that, folks, is it for another week in terms of what's on around the county. Loads to do and see over the weekend, so make sure you get out. And whether it's Glenfern or Mohill or Carrick and Shannon for the regatta, please get out and support your local festival and your local events. Thank you so much to our Happy Place for sponsoring today's show. And if you're at the regatta in Carrick, maybe pop in and say hello and have a boxy wrap or two with the girls and boys of our Happy Place. We'll be back tomorrow with a look at the sports action ahead of another busy weekend on the club football scene and plenty more besides. Talk to you tomorrow.